Thank you. Praise the Lord. We are very grateful to God for tonight when we have the opportunity to be instructed in righteousness. I am personally grateful to God for the opportunity and the privilege given to me to be associated with Brother Shitu. He has been a tremendous blessing to my personal life in the area of connecting to God and being mindful of the will of God and to live for the will of God. Hallelujah. And so tonight, as we in this church have agreed that in every November, we will try to bring our hearts and our minds to evangelism, which is what we are living for. God graciously gave him to us to bring the word of God to us. And so be mindful of this month when we call the evangelism month. Those of you online, Please be disciplined enough to sit at one place and hear what God has for us. And those of us here as well, tonight I believe God has sent forth his word to us. Brother Shitu doesn't need any elaborate introduction. He's simply a brother. As a matter of fact, he says that this is my church. Praise the Lord. And so we are glad to have him. In this first week of the month of November of evangelism, that God would use him to bring our hearts and our minds back to the needful thing we ought to be doing. So we want to receive Brother Shitu in the name of the Lord as he brings us the word of God. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. All right, sir. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Uh, can we take our seat, please? We thank God for bringing us together again. We cannot thank God enough for His divine provision and protections of our lives. Uh, personally, I strongly believe that God has called us to partnering with Him. And nobody can finish the work of God. We are just a partaker. We are a partaker. And I am praying that you would play your own part very well. Um, Tonight, we'll be looking at the scriptures together, and I want to plead with our brethren out there to be very, very attentive as God will be speaking to us, if the Lord can give us at least one hour, uh, we'll be happy. Uh, hallelujah. Yes, what is before us tonight is we want to consider about this uh, 
what God was saying. You remember, some time ago, if you can cast your mind back, God was saying that he wants to send for hunters and the fishers men. He wants to send for them. He's eagerly looking for them. God is, it seems to me that God is no more looking for any person more than the hunters and the fishermen. Um, I was asking God that what have actually happened to the church? Please, I want you to listen together with me. We have been sitting hearing the word of God time without number. If I point to any of you to come out and come and teach us on evangelism, we do it perfectly. We know the doctrine, we know the teaching, we know the scriptures to quote when we talk about evangelism. But I don't know if you have not been thinking the way I'm thinking. That it seems to me that something is wrong somewhere. That no matter the teaching, no matter the exposition of the word of God, we can even dramatize it. We can sing it. Can you hear this beautiful song that they have brought? I, it was just, I said, God, this is something. You see, I am not just listening to a song. I'm hearing God's word. Do you know they have finished that ministration? They have gone to sit down. And we also we have listened to it, and that's the end. But do you know that you will give account of that song? As far as you are here tonight, and you have heard it, you can't say you have not been ministered to. In fact, if that is only what we come for, and all of us go on our knees and started pleading and beg God, it's okay. But it has become a custom that we can sing evangelism, we can teach it, we can preach it, but who will go? I quickly conclude in my spirit that we need to cry to heaven. That we need a fresh fire. Listen to me, brethren. We need what? A fresh fire. The fire we carry has died down. Not that it's died. It has died down. Ashes can never cook anything. It is fire that they get fire. I personally, I know that I need a fresh fire. And if that happened to you, if God graciously release a fresh fire to your life, you may be absent in this church for one month and they'll be looking for you because the fire will not allow you to sit down. The fire, you are just going to be sending message to the church. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. In fact, I'm in another place now. Anyone that carry fire doesn't sit down. If you look at the Bible, 
in the book of Exodus chapter 12, that's not where we are going, you will agree with me that when God was telling Moses that they should go and prepare for the Passover, the instruction given to Moses that before they will eat that Passover, they should do what? They should put on their shoe. Have you read it? Exodus chapter 12. They should put on their shoe and they should, they should do what? They make sure they do what? They guide the battle. And they should eat it in haste. That means it's not what they are going to sit at the dining table to eat. That is to show us that you don't take Holy Communion and sit down. That is the foundation of the Holy Communion. And it says it should be observed throughout our generation. But do you know this has become a normal custom? That we just take Holy Communion and then we relax. We are waiting for another one. Holy Communion was not established for the people who would be eating and be sitting down. You eat it to receive strength. All the men that God have commissioned to send on error, you always feed them in one way or the other. He did it for Elijah. Am I correct? They bring that bread from heaven, cake. After finishing it, they serve him the second one. They say, because of what? Why do they bring the second one? Who can still remember? Oh, you forgot it. They say, rise and eat. Why? Oh, sir, because the journey eh, is long. You see, we don't, we don't have any journey to make. We are just eating. The journey before you is, is, is long. Come on, get up and eat. Can I inform you? If you eat much honey, you will vomit. So tonight, I will want us to personally go to God in the place of prayer, not here, in your own privacy, and ask God, say, Lord, I need a fresh fire. If the fire fall, nobody will teach you what to do. They don't teach people on evangelism. Listen to me. There's no place they are going to be doing a special training on evangelism or for a man that carry fire. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you a bit story of my life. When I give my life to Christ and that fire came on me, I can still remember the room. As I jump out, as I jump out, I'm telling you this evening, and believe me, brother, I won't tell you lies. Nobody has ever told me about evangelism. Something just done on me. The first man I saw on the road, he was smoking. And I just talked. I said, Mr. Man, please, can I talk to you? He said, what happened? I said, why are you doing this? He said, what have I done? I said, this is, too, that's, this is wickedness. He said, what? And the man was surprised. I was so serious. I said, this is wickedness. He said, what have I done? He thought that maybe I have offended me. I said, why are you doing this to God? I said, what is it? I said, didn't you know that God dwells inside you? Have you not been told that God lives inside you? Then why are you smoking? Why are you feeding? Is that the gospel at all? Is that the gospel? But could you believe when I say, I said, can you lock you in the room and lock the window and they begin to you know, smoke you? Can, will you feel comfortable? I said, do you want God to jump out of your life? I was so surprised that as simple as that, the man threw the cigarette down and he rubbed you with his leg. And he started asking, where am I living? May God give you fire in the name of Jesus. Look, if you carry fire, 
You will not know the scripture to quote. You will just speak. Come on. You will just speak. All that I am praying for that God should do for us in this assembly is to release a fresh fire on us. I am begging God. You see, I am begging God with all my heart. If it happened to you, happen to you. The story will change. <laughs> the story will change. If I have fall, finish. So when the fire fell on the day of Pentecost, and Peter stood up, do you remember he did not prepare that sermon? Did he prepare the sermon? Oh my God. Did he prepare the sermon? But that word just was cha, 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 and 3,000, the troop out. May you receive fire in the name of Jesus. When you are asking for this fire, tell God, say, Lord, I want to confess to you. Something is, has gone out of my life and I need it again. It's better than 1,000 teachings. Hello, sir. It's better than Bible exposition. You see, I need to say this before we go on. Because it is not the first time we have been doing this. I will finish today and tomorrow. Then you continue like that. Do you remember last time I came here? We really charged ourselves to go out. And if I ask you now, can you present one soup? Maybe you have not got one. May the fire come upon us. That's my prayer. I want us to, as Isha, as we keep on begging God to release fire upon us, let's look at the word of God. Now, I want, to, I want us to look at it in this way. When we are talking about hunter and fishermen, we will read the scripture. You know where the scripture is in the book of uh, Jeremiah chapter 16. Jeremiah chapter 16. Jeremiah chapter 16. Verse 16 and 17. 16 and 17. Are you all there? Jeremiah chapter 16. Verse 16 and 17. Okay, do we read it now? now verse 16 says, Behold, I will send for many fishers, says the Lord, and they shall fish them, and after will I send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and from Every eel and out of the holes of the rock. We are familiar with the fishing. Because that is the pattern of Jesus. But in the Old Testament, we want to look at the issue of this hunting. Please listen carefully. The first thing we are going to consider Who are the hunters? Who are the hunters? Um, what are they hunting for? Or who are they hunting for? 
I know many of you have seen hunter, or some of you have not seen hunters. Hunters. I don't know whether it has ever happened in Ghana before. That hunter will be inside his house. And he will put his gun by his side. Probably he wants to take food, breakfast on the dining table. And he carry his gun and put by the side. Waiting for an animal to enter inside. And then he will put the cup of tea aside. And carry the gun. And do what? Have you ever seen it before? Hello? Then why are you expecting such miracle to happen to you? That the animal will come and meet you. Do you know the most painful thing so far is that sometimes some animal carelessly enter into our house and our gun is by our side or in your shelf. And for you to stretch out your hand to quickly carry your pistol or to carry your gun is extremely difficult until when the animal that entered did what? Move out again. Many animals, and some of them are very wide. <laughs> some of them are very wide. Some of them have entered inside your office. You are the one who call them human beings because they put ties. It's an animal in tie. Some of them put on a very, very expensive suit. Some animals are very rich. Let's call a spade a spade. When you see the way people behave, when you see the kind of the attitude of human beings, when you see how people are going recklessly in this generation, you agree with God that there is need for an hunter. There is a need. And we talk, for instance, look at what is happening. All of us are talking about uh, all this rubbish that they are promoting around. I wish we begin to hunt these people wherever they are. Or have you ever seen a fisherman who carries wood and he says, until when fish just make mistake from the river and then just come and see, I, 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 just, just, I just see fish coming like this inside my room. Say, ah, you, you cannot escape. Have you ever seen it before? Where are the fish? Where are they staying? Is it not inside the sea? Where are the animals? Where are they staying? Inside the forest. Now, we want to consider tonight, please quickly, because of our time, when we are talking about the hunters, The first thing we need to look into, who was the first hunter? You know, sometimes when we read the book of, uh, is that, uh, book of Genesis chapter 10, we always think that Nimrod is the first hunter. No. Who was the first hunter? And what is he hunting for? Let's see quickly. It's a scripture that is very, very familiar, but you have not considered it. You have never looked at it. Who was the first hunter? 
And what did they hunt for? Did they hunt for money? Did they hunt for car? Is he hunting for, 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 for clothes? Is he hunting for mansion? The first hunter, he hunt for soul. When you read that book of Genesis, you just read and read and read, and you don't see the mystery behind it. Can we go to the book of Genesis very quickly and see Genesis chapter 2. Or let's take chapter 3. We may come to chapter 2 because there's something we need to see. Please, you will pardon me because I teach the word of God. Just pardon me. Genesis chapter 3, verse. From verse 9. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? As simple as that statement is. Please, I want to find you. I want to find from you who created Adam. When you go into Genesis chapter 2, you will discover. That God himself formed Adam. Am I correct? And he put him where? In the garden. Listen. The garden that is, we are talking is not just, is not wilderness. Garden is not a wilderness. Garden is a place of abode for Adam. If you study your Bible well, he create heaven and the earth. He creates all things. But right in the earth, at Eden, in the eastward of Eden, God make a garden. It's like you build a house inside a farm. That garden is where God put Adam. So when Adam shift base, the Bible says God came in the cool of the day and uh, he called Adam. What was the response of Adam? All of you look at it. Sorry, my, my glass just misbehaved, but you can, I can depend on you as we look at the Bible. It's okay. Thank you. In that Genesis chapter 3 where we've read, can somebody now read first 10 for us? So he says, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. That is the beginning of the matter. Hid himself from who? From who? From God. So when you have Adam, 
Where are thou? That's the sign of a hunting. Hunting for Adam that he created. Adam have shifted base. And Adam was so bold to say, I heard your voice. I heard your voice. I was so afraid because I am naked and the only thing I can do is to do what? Is to hide myself. One of the reasons why many of us cannot get up and go for evangelism, I want to say it tonight, and if you can look at it in that one, you pray. You will agree with me that the matter we are talking is more than Bible study. I heard your voice. Not that I don't hear your voice, but I cannot come. And the reason why I cannot come is because I find myself that I'm a naked person. I cannot approach you. The best thing I can do is to hide myself. Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten? What? Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? I was looking at the scripture this afternoon and I began to discover that there is no way that a lost Adam can seek for a lost Adam. Until when God finds you, you cannot find order for God. If we are going to be very, very, very sincere with ourselves, we that are seated here tonight, I am still hearing God say, Where are thou? It takes a found Adam to look for the lost Adam. As long as God, as far as God is concerned, he is still looking for some of us seated here. Oh. Now, the way Jesus put it is very fearful in Luke chapter 6. When I, whenever I look at that scripture, I say, Jesus, what's the meaning of this? He said that a blind cannot lead the blind. Have you read it before? And he said, both of them will fall into the dish. So, if that is only what he said, it will not bother me. But if you look at what Jesus now begins to say, he said, how can you? <laughs> I think we should look at it. Luke chapter 6, verse 39. Luke chapter 6, verse 39. Please, let's quickly go there. Luke chapter 6, verse 39. We want to establish tonight, why is it that it's so, it's too diff- why is it so difficult for us to open our mouth and tell people about Jesus? Yes, he spoke a parable to them. Can the blind lead the blind? Will they 
not both fall into the dish. Come on. 40. A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. Listen to that. Everyone that is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And you can testify who is that man, Jesus. You can testify that Jesus is a compassionate man. Jesus has never seen a soul and turned his eye away. Everyone that is perfectly trained, he will not be less than his teacher. You cannot say you have been perfectly trained and you will not resemble your teacher, a man of compassion. <laughs> you cannot say that you have sat under the master and the master have told you, he have trained you and you will live less than his own life. Every, every, every puppet, every disciple that is very well trained it will be exactly like his teacher. Now, go on, 41. Now, I say, now this is a place where I want all of us to look. We are going to look at this from other passion. And why do you look at this speck in your brother's eye? Maybe that is the reason why we don't want to bother ourselves. Why? Maybe that is the question that makes you not to worry yourself. Why should I need to be telling people to repent? <laughs> Why should I need to open my mouth and tell people to do what? To turn away from, this, from their sin? He said, why do you look at this speck in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the plank in your own eye? Have any of you been to the sawmill before where the engine is cutting uh, wood? Have you ever been there? Do you know that when you are in that place, as the machine, there's some particle, just a particle, like, uh, just, we call it sawdust, am I correct? That when you put your hand and carry it like this, you can even count not less than 50 that your finger will carry. But do you know what Jesus is saying? He said the people that you are talking, that you want to go and preach to, what is inside their eyes is just one particle of sawdust. He said, but you. He said, you have what? Let's talk now. Let's talk. He said, you have a plank, a log of wood in your eye. That means, when he say a blind cannot lead a blind, it simply means our own blindness is even more than the blindness of a sinner. And you may say, how do you mean? We are blind to the reward that is awaiting a soul winner. Oh God. <laughs> Hello? What did I say? We are blind to what? To the reward that God has kept for a soul winner. If God graciously opened your eye to see the reward that is awaiting you, you don't need anybody to teach you about evangelism. But we are blind to it. Ah! We are blind to the final, final abode of a sinner. 
we are blind to the way they are going to be forever plus ever times ever being in torment. We are blind to it. Look at it. Look at it. I want us to look at it again. Why? But do you pass? Why do you not perceive the plan in your own eye? It's a question. Forty-two. Or how can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the plan that is in your eye. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. I said, Jesus, come are you calling hypocrite here? You may be thinking, you see, we normally refer that on to the Pharisee, to Sadducee, but can I tell you, if you want to be rightly dividing the word of God, anyone that cannot open his mouth and tell people the love of Jesus, you are an hypocrite. Oh my God. Hypocrite. What makes us to become hypocrite? Because we say that we have been saved. We have been set free from sin. We have been delivered from the domination of hell. But we find it extremely difficult to tell people about Jesus. Hypocrite. First of all, did what? Remove the, the, the plank in your head, in your eye. Then you will see clearly. That is my prayer. I have pray, I'm praying that prayer and I want you to pray. Father, I, am, I, am, I, I agree with you. There's something I blind my eye. I cannot see. First, remove the plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly. You will see clearly <laughs> to remove the speck that in your brother's eye. Please, can I tell you something tonight without apology? As long as you are always afraid to tell Jesus about, I mean, to tell people about Jesus, can I tell you that you are Sinning. He says sin. You may, not, you may not agree with me, but I've said it. As long as anytime you see a sinner and your heart beat, whenever you want to talk to them, what is making your heart to beat, it is your life that is not correct. The Bible says that the righteous shall be bold as what? As lion. He said there is no fear in love. The perfect love did what? Cast away fear. As long as your heart always makes keep, 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 something is wrong with your life. Mm. And that is the situation of some of us. We are ready to give money to people to go and preach. Which is partially good. But can I tell you, if I were you, I would know that I am deceiving myself. 
You don't want sinner to see your face. <laughs> you don't want anyone to confront you with questions. See, if there's evangelists, they are going to come and I give 1,000 to go there. I'm not condemning giving for evangelism, but can I tell you, if you don't personally on your own sit down or stand up or move about and open your mouth and speak to a sinner about their eternal doom that is waiting, if they don't repent, you are not doing the will of God at all. Nothing you are doing that pleases God. Oh my God. I don't know what I'm going to explain. You are not doing the will of God. The will of God is that all men should be safe. Maybe you need to beg or say, Lord, why is it? What is, what is the problem with me? I enter trot trot from... You see, sometimes whenever I'm driving my car, I don't know that I was just discovering Reverend Jenny. I say, look, I am enjoying myself this time I said, I am enjoying. He said, Reverend said, we're supposed to repair that car. I said, look, I am enjoying myself. Because I just discovered that I have been missing. But right now, as this few days, almost one or two weeks now, that I'm entering through to us, I say, hey, so there is something like this from Kaswa. Kaswa, you know the journey from Kaswa, from Togate, Kaswa, down. You are going to Medina. Eh? So this is what I've been missing. And I get up. And I say, please, can we pray together? And then the people, people agree with me. And we pray together. And I, and I just get a, a, a quotation. You don't even need to be opening Bible. Just get a quotation, please. If you have a Bible, read If you don't, when you get home, go and read this. You will meet it exactly there. The one that I've stored here. And I said, do you see in the book of Romans, the Bible says something there through Apostle Paul, that there's no condemnation to anyone that is in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The message has started. A few days ago, I was in the throttle, I was talking about this lesbianism and homosexualism. One man said, hey, it's your God. Is this true? I said, is there in your Bible? Read it. In the book of Romans, read it. That the Bible said that in this last day, men are going to be sleeping with men. Women will be sleeping with men. Look at it in your Bible. Maybe. Hey! I have begun to enjoy myself. That's why I was saying, let that car wait. That car wants to spoil me. Here, condition will finish you. I'm sorry. There is rusting in resting. When the resting is becoming too much, it will turn to what? To rusting. If you have come to a point that you are so anointed and you have grown to a point that you cannot personally on your own open your mouth and tell 
someone that Jesus saved. You are simply claiming that you are more than Jesus. Because he did it for his own lifetime. From the beginning to the end. Hallelujah. May the Spirit of God come upon us afresh. Why are we so coward? Why are we so fearful? Oh, why are we so fearful? Are you afraid they will slap you and then? If not the mercy of God that have brought me to this way, I just love to be a Jehovah witness. Because you pour water in their body, they don't mind. Don't come here again. We don't want to see you. Uh, sorry, sir. Tomorrow they, are, they carry their bag, they are coming. And you are telling me that uh, they are not preaching uh, right doctrine. You, where, where's your right doctrine? Where do you keep it? And Jesus said, if you are not gathered with me, what are you doing? You scatter. Oh, COVID-19 have made it so easy for you now. You have a place to hide. Adam, where are you? Adam hide under the tree, but you are hiding under what? Huh? COVID-19. The Bible says we are between very con- 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 contagious. If somebody is there like this, that you are supposed to witness to. <laughs> you are doing like this. And the person is going to say, please, can I ask a question? You said, stay there, stay there, ask me a question. Is that the way Jesus behaved? Because you don't know that you have been immune by the Holy Spirit. Oh my God. The fire of God that you carry cannot allow anything. He said, I will bring none of the diseases that are brought upon Egyptian upon you. If you can diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and do those things that are right in his sight and keep his statue and his commandment, I the Lord, I will bring none of the diseases that I brought upon Egyptian upon you, for I am the Lord that he let you. When you stand by the word of God and you are bringing the word of God out, you will see yourself being fabricated every time. Oh my God. Every disease, they disappear. Can you discover now that you are dead? Some of us are sick. Some of us are sick. You may say, Broshito, why is it that whenever you come here, you just rebook? I'm not rebooking you. It's the if something is up, I wish, I wish you can say as you come. If you can tell me to come here, and we just take only Saturday, all of us here, we just go to 37, that garage. Practical now. Are we okay? Are you with me? Can you agree? I will come one Saturday, towards evening, and all of us just march. We go to that garage. Carry our trust. You, that shop. You, this shop. Show me. You tell me. You will see God. <laughs> you will see God. You will know that you have been missing things. Your utterance will return back. Your boldness will come back. Before you speak to the first, the first one may be jittery. When you are going to the second, you are gaining boldness. When you are going to the third person, you are gaining... Before you know what happened, you become mad for Jesus. Yes? Have they talked to you here? They have not talked to you? Let's talk. This gentility will not allow us to do our God's giving assignment. We are too gentle for this work. Waiting for fish and animal to come. God was the first hunter. Adam, where are you?
I don't want this thing to become just ordinary ceremony. Men of covenant, men and women of covenant, this thing, let's agree that we are men and women of covenant. Let us keep this covenant. I was studying the book of, uh, is it Isaiah 58? Is that 58 or 50 something that was talking about you are fasting? You are, you see, God said, is that the old sign you to be doing all this very fasting? He said that what I'm telling you to go and do. He said, sometimes when we begin to full of ceremony, we do this, we do that, we leave the do, uh, the, we look what we're supposed to do undone. God began to say something in the Old Testament. Can we go there quickly? I want us to go back again. I think we've read um, Jeremiah, but I want us to read Isaiah first, chapter 42. If you don't mind, Isaiah 42. Isaiah 42 from verse 14. Isaiah 42 from verse 14. Let's see what God is saying. Want me to read it? Oh, man. Yes, if you are there before me, Isaiah 42, good. I have held my peace Hmm. a long time. Hmm. I have been still and restrained myself. Hmm. Now I will cry like a woman in labor. Hmm. I will pant and gasp at once. I will lay waste the mountains and hills and dry up all their vegetation. I will make the river coastlands and I will dry up the pools. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. Hmm. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them (laughs) and and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and and not forsake them. Hmm. They shall be turned back. They shall be greatly ashamed. Hmm. Who trust in calves' images who say to the molded image, you are our God. Hear you deaf and look you blind that you may see. Who is blind but my servant? Who is blind but my servant? Who is deaf, deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is blind as he who is perfect? And blind as the Lord's servants, seeing many things, but you do not observe. Come on. Opening the ears, uh-huh. but he does not hear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Have mercy, Lord. Who is blind as my servant? In all the miracles of Jesus in the Bible, he raised the dead, he made the cripple to walk, 
But remember, anytime you come to the matter of blindness, go and read your Bible, they are, they are normal shouting is what? Have mercy on me. A blind man needs mercy. The only thing that gives me joy is whenever I open my mouth and I pray, you go and try it. You will discover that there is joy in evangelism. One, there is joy in being persecuted for evangelism. If you have not been persecuted at all by unbeliever, you cannot have the fullness of joy. Ah, Peter, they say, we are happy, we are so grateful that we have been counted worthy to be beaten, to be persecuted for his name's sake. If the, if the church authority will help us, let us begin to stop talking. Let's go on practical. I know you have been doing it. Let's do it more. That's the only solution. Let's put our nose mask. And let's carry extra nose mask. When we see somebody, we give him free to cover his nose. Let's talk. Let's do it. If we can do it at least for one month, it's okay. Every Saturday, practical, we just go. And none of us should be absent. We park our car. You will see the kind of transformation that will be taking place. I said, but shit, we have been doing it. Where is the result? They come through the front door, they go back through the back door. It shall no more be so in the name of Jesus Christ. We are going to make, we are going to bear God. Say, no, this very church is an outreach church. The leadership of this church, there are people that I know him as a man on the feet. The first place I know this man is on the feet. I follow him before. Yes, sir. I follow him before with a big stake, with equipment. I saw him on the platform. Not every man of God, not every pastor stand on the platform this day. I saw him on the platform in the upper, is it west, where that? We were there in a village, not in a big city, sir, in a village. Some of you have not been there. And I see at this man of God bringing the word of God to sinner. And he was pulling the net, he was dragging them. Why is it like this? Come on, what is happening? I don't know whether you repent by mistake. I said it before, and I want to repeat. We need to beg God for fresh fire. I'm telling you. When fire comes upon a man, Abba, brother, I do. Brother Billy was telling me a story. He was just driving his car on the way from Kasuna Alai. He was going to Boko. And they are doing this new, uh, these people are doing uh, road tie. They are just pouring uh, quota on the road. Very hard, boy. And somebody mistakenly, we don't know what happened. He just fell inside that hot uh, quota. 
As he just jumped up. Brother Billy said that his car was, he was just coming. The man just ran. He just come to the car. He just opened the door. He just jumped in. Hospital, hospital, hospital. Brother Billy said, what is it? He said, hospital, hospital. A man that carry fire doesn't take permission before they enter your car. You'll be too wicked to tell him to come down. Brother Billy said he was not planning to go to hospital. But when they carry a man that fire is burning, you have to change his direction to the hospital. May you carry fire in the name of Jesus. I myself talking to you, I need more fire. Because sometimes, remember, they can make the fire of a man of God to cool down. If you cannot beat them, what do you do? You don't join them. Let's be sitting down together. And sometimes I say, look, evangelists, we are moving out. Some member will be more money. <laughs> pastor, pastor will soon tire. Then pastor tire. He also will sit down. We are going to beg God tonight. We are going to say, Lord, I need fire. I want to be an hunter for you. And then, I said that a lost Adam can never seek for a lost Adam. We must be found first. We must be found and we must be ready to sit down to be trained so that we can be perfect like our master. And we saw the sample how Jesus Christ walked upon the disciples and they carried the fire. I told you last time, it must be a useless hunter that will go into the forest in the night and will not carry headlamp. It must be a useless hunter. One of the things I know hunter for. Hunter have gone, but their gun become useless without a headlight. They tie it on their head and it's like this. So that when hunter enter inside forest, I'm not talking of those who are looking for cricket too. Are you hearing me? I'm not talking of those who are looking for rabbit and cricket. I'm talking of those who want to hunt for a wild animal. They carry light. So you cannot get any person to the kingdom of God without a headlamp. Your light must shine. When the animal look at the lamp, they will not know you are behind the, you are behind the lamp. They will just only, you see, you see, you see, the, the light will capture their face. And as you are moving, they, they don't know you are moving. You know, you are, you are inside darkness, but the light is shining. Until when you get to the animal, the animal will just be looking at you. Until when you finish. That's how it's supposed to be. That is why. If you don't carry the life light, the life light, you cannot win any soul for Christ. If you are going on evangelism and they don't see the light, you are the one to see. They will run away. No animal see hunter and will face and, and face the hunter. They will find their way. Maybe the reason why they have been running away from you is that they do not see the light. We need to beg God. May the Holy Spirit imprint this in our heart in Jesus' name. And I want you to take a deliberate action over this matter. Don't relax. Don't say it is well. It's not well. Though. It's not well. Go and find out from that woman. The woman will tell you it's not well. I don't know. Oh, no, no, you have not. Maybe you have not practiced. Have you ever lived in the house, in the compound? There are some compound that people normally live. 
Some family will be here. The same compound. You see some family here. I will have that in the barrack. I was a ministry man. You see some people here, husband and wife with their children. You know, ministry people can have a lot of children. Some have eight. Some have four. Some have seven. So in the evening, during the moonlight, the children will come under the moon. They will be run up and down, playing up and down. Do you know, when any woman among of those in the compound, who also is a married woman, he saw the children running up and down, hey! The woman will be very happy. Am I correct? Very happy. Say, hey, children, where do you know? No. No. What she's going to say, hmm. I don't know when my own will do what we join them. That you see us in the shop, we are shouting, we are dancing, and you are happy. What are you happy for? Is your own child here? I'm asking, is your baby here? It's a question. When we are singing, we are dancing, we are praising God, you also say, well, just, I'm so happy in the church today. What makes you happy? Is your baby there? I received a message today around, I think around 7 a.m. I just looked at my WhatsApp. Ah, he said, Dad, I've been looking for you. I said, who are you? He said, I am, my name is Falode. I said, he said, I'm the one that I've been interpreting for you in 1982. I normally interpret for you in Benway State. I said, Falode, he said, ah, say, Daddy, you forget me? I said, I remember. I, I was so happy, the joy in my heart today. Because I preached the gospel to this boy. I brought him up and we missed ourselves. And then now he's telling me that he has been looking for me. May God give you sons and daughters. Aye! Paul says, what is our joy? Is it not you in the presence of the Lord? No baby from Kumase, no baby from Accra, no one from Takurade. You are alone. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you tell God, say, Lord, it cannot be so. 2021 is packing load. It's packing load. Last time when I came here, I said, at least one soul. Operation, present your baby. And God began to say, he said, now I have been keeping silence, but now I'm going to shout like a traveling woman. I can't, I can't take it again. I pray that your effort will not be close. Because when God discovered that you are becoming so adamant over this matter, he will begin to withdraw the resources from you. You begin to withdraw the grace back. You begin to leave that divine coffee that make you to be sharp. You just begin to discover you are, you are getting dull. Everything about you is just is, is falling about, ab- apart. You just discover things are scattering. We are going to pray tonight. At this point, I will beg you to beg God. Say, Lord, well, what's, the, what's the problem with me? Some of you said that, but I talk to them, they are not repenting. How can they repent? You cannot win anyone that you have never won on your knee. I said that. You win so on your knee before you can get them physically. A woman cannot give birth to a baby without labor, without travail. 
Let's bow our head. Let's pray. It is me. It is me, oh Lord. God is in the need of prayer. It is me. It's me, oh Lord. That is in the needs of prayer. Not my brother, not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Everybody say, It's me, it is me, oh Lord. Yes. Standing in the need of prayer. Oh yeah. It is me. It's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. It's me. Is it not you? It is me, oh Lord. Say it again. Standing in the Need of prayer. Not my brother. Not my brother. Not my sister. God is me. Will you tell God, say, I need you. I need you. I need you. I am the one who need prayer. I am the one who need prayer. I am discovering now that I need prayer. Karaboshen delivakuria. That is in the need of prayer. Oh yes, Lord, it is me. It is me, oh Lord. Ah, standing in the need of prayer. It is me. It is me, oh Lord. My Father, standing in the knees of prayer. I want you to talk to God. Say, Lord, I need prayer. Please be sincere. Lord, I need prayer. Something is wrong somewhere. Why will I die as a consumer and not a contributor? What can I say I have contributed to your kingdom? It's true. I give money. Yes, I pay my tithe. Yes, I give offering. Yes, I donate money. But you say, a soul is greater than the old world. <laughs> a soul is greater than money that I'm giving. Lord, will I appear before you empty-handed? I am standing in the place of prayer. I need prayer. Can you say, Lord, I'm the only one that is standing in the need of prayer concerning this matter. Help me. Take away fear from my heart. I'm, so, I'm too fearful. I'm always afraid. I always fear that they will not listen to me. I always fear I don't know enough scripture to quote. Didn't you say if I open my mouth wide, you will feel it? Didn't you say the spirit of your father will speak through you? Didn't you say fear thou not? Fear thou not, I am with you. Lord, I'm standing in the need of prayer this evening. I need fresh fire. 
I was living this life before, but I don't know what happened to me suddenly. Before I joined this church, I was, an, I was a soul winner. But what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? satire. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me in this adulterous and wicked generation, I, the son of man, will be ashamed of you. Before my father and his holy angel, why am I ashamed of you? Why am I not so bold? Paul, the apostle, say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Because it's the power of God for bringing transformation to life. Look at all the rubbish that is going on in the world today. I couldn't imagine that Ghana would be, would be, would be deliberating about uh, uh, LGBT. I couldn't imagine it. But look at their, their, their playing game with it. Our nation, Ghana. Why? And we are talking. The only solution is the gospel of the kingdom. Oh, my father. Oh, my father. Let's pray. Let's just pray. Let's just pray a bit. Please, if you don't know what to do, just join me to pray. Lord, please help me. People are stepping to hell. By my right side, by my left side. Lord, I don't know. I remember I promised that I'm going to evangelize, but I don't know what happened again. I need fresh fire. Lord, I need fresh fire. The way you help the early apostles, you can help me. Oh Lord, oh Lord, help me. Let something happen to me, oh God. Take away this fear from my heart. <laughs> Help me, Lord, to be bold. You say unto Joshua, be bold and be courageous. It takes boldness to face a sinner. Lord, grant me that boldness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Please, I want you to register your heart before God. Who knows? Maybe it's because of you God is speaking like this. You have missed a lot of opportunity. Even that person you are afraid is in torment already. He's looking for somebody to help him or her. I tell you, Brother, I mean, that person that you feel that he has, is not ready, he's already in trouble. He's looking for somebody to help him out. And the Bible says, he who knows the will of his master and he refused to do it, shall be beaten with many stripes. I pray you'll be delivered tonight. Be delivered from cowardness. Be delivered from fear. Fear is a torment, brethren. Fear is a torment. What are you afraid of? What are you ashamed of? What are you ashamed of? 
Paul said, I will be ashamed of nothing but only sin. As far as you are not a sinner, why are you afraid? Can you say, Lord, Lord, do something in my heart. I want to see the result from tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, blessed Holy Spirit. Our Father, we commit our heart into you now. If you don't help us, we can talk and talk and talk and talk. Nothing will happen. Please, we need your help. What you did to the early apostles, Father, do it to us. Lord, you say you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost come upon you and you shall be a witness unto me. Father, make us a witness. Plant boldness in our heart. Holy Spirit, teach us. <laughs> Holy Spirit, please teach us. Let this thing become our lifestyle. Let evangelism become our lifestyle, our normal lifestyle that we cannot even do without it again. Father, do it for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Satan is not disturbing us. We are the one that is disturbing ourselves. Thank you, faithful Father. As many of us that are ready to obey God, and so I release the blessing of God upon you. I pray that your utterance will be open. Before you speak, sinner will cry before you. All the unnecessary questions, they will not, they will not come to you. May the Lord anoint your tongue. May the Lord give you a sharp sword as you speak. If you can obey, the Lord will reward you for your obedience. Thank you, faithful Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let the church say amen. Thank you. God bless you. Please, I will go. Does not amount to going. Are we? Are we? No, not are we. Let's take a step. Put, you try tomorrow. Just speak a throat lawyer and go like that. Just get up and open your mouth and speak. You will see something. You try it. You know now I'm not a small boy. I'm, I'm getting old. But I have started enjoying it now. And I want to continue like this. Let's carry our car. Let's just go and park somewhere. And then come down and lock the car. And then begin to do it. Let's be practical about it. Even if we do not repent, heaven will be happy with us. Amen? Thank you. God bless you, sir.